Welcome to the City Church Cardiff podcast. We're an Elim Pentecostal church in the center of Cardiff dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you're inspired and impacted by this message. So, who of the kids, I can, I can just about see you, who of the kids has been in a nativity this year? Hands up. Yeah, quite a few of you, whether at school or here at church. Yeah, quite a few of you. Was any of you the wise men, the kings? Did anyone play that part? I can't see. Oh, no, nobody. Oh, we haven't got any wise men in the building. (laughs) Read into that what you will. (laughs) I'm throwing my notes around, aren't I? Thank you. That's not a good start, is it? (laughs) So we're looking at the wise men in our unlikely characters season. So presumably you're quite comfortable for the next hour or so. That's okay, isn't it? Everyone's shuffling nervously, thinking you've got a turkey in the oven. Don't worry, so have I. It's not. It's a very brief message this morning. But for those of you that have been in nativity stories, nativity plays, the wise men are always a bit challenging because they have these gifts they bring. And a couple of the first one's okay, gold, but the second one often causes a few problems, a bit like this picture we have here. What's the second one meant to be? Frankincense. What has he got? Frankenstein. <laughs> so, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I have actually seen that one actually happen in a nativity play at a school where the king said, I bring you gold, Frankenstein, and myrrh. So I, try, I won't try and read any um, spiritual things into that thing. But we're going to look at the story of the wise men just briefly this morning. Um, And if you've got a Bible, it's in Matthew's Gospel, uh, chapter 2. And um, the good news is that Stephen's largely preached my sermon for me this morning. So off we go. Let's go home. (laughs) I'm a preacher. That'll never happen. Um, So Matthew, chapter 2. We're going to look at the first 12 verses. It says this, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it, had ro- when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. 
When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. You really don't know how much effort it took for me to not say Frankenstein in that reading there. After <laughs> so, who were these wise men? We, we often use three terms when we're talking about the wise men. We either hear them called kings, or we hear them called wise men, or what we just heard in that reading, we hear them called magi. Probably the best term is actually magi. Kings is probably really inaccurate. Uh, is really, you know, they didn't go around with crowns on their head. Sorry. Um, and so, you know, probably magi is the best term. These were powerful advisors to the kings and rulers of Persia, which is the modern-day country of Iran, or possibly out onto the Arabian Peninsula, Saudi Arabia where Yemen is now. Yes, you can spot the spelling mistake on the slide. I can honestly spell Yemen. Um, it's not that way. <laughs> but these were quite interesting characters. They were astronomers, so they would have used uh, not a telescope, because it hadn't been invented by that point, but they would have gazed at the stars. But they would also have read things into that. They were astrologers. They were into alchemy. Uh, and yes, magi is the term we get the word magic from. So they were magicians. Now, I don't want to dispel a lot of, you know, all of our traditions, but we don't know that there were three of them. We have no idea how many of them there were. We know there was more than one. Here's a little, this is something you can impress your relatives with this Christmas. Magi is the plural. If you want one of them, it's a magus. There you go, a magus. You can really impress people with that uh, over Christmas lunch. But we know there was more than one, but we don't know how many there were. There could have been 20, there could have been more. But we think we plopped on three basically because there were three gifts. Um, and it may, it's probable that they would have arrived somewhere up to two years after Jesus' birth. So the next slide, this scene. Um, oh, there we go. This, this is our little nativity on our fireplace at home. Um, this wouldn't have happened. Um, I have to tell you, and my son's not here, so therefore it's his own fault for not being here today. He's not well this morning, bless him. But um, uh, he normally sets the, the nativity up for us, and he does it in this impressive way. Where, you know, you know the baby Jesus came down from heaven to earth? Well, in our nativity scene, and we haven't got the picture of it, normally the, the, the baby Jesus is on top of the mirror above our... Uh, fireplace so he can come down from heaven to earth. The shepherds are on the dressing uh, case next to the, the, the fire and the wise men are on the other side of the room and gradually work their way around the room over Christmas. We really ought to get out more, shouldn't we? No. 
Um, so they could have arrived up to about two years after Jesus was born. But we're looking at this series. We've looked at Elizabeth and Mary and Joseph and the shepherds. And we're looking at unlikely characters. And I want to suggest that the wise men, the magi, were probably the most unlikely characters in the Christmas story. They weren't Jewish. They weren't God-fearers. They weren't people who knew much about the uh, Jewish faith, the God of Israel. They were uh, mystics. They were what we would consider a little bit dodgy at times. But, and yet they seemed to know something about this baby that was going to be born. It has been suggested because the word magi appears a few times uh, in, the, in the Bible, throughout the Bible. And probably the one uh, that is most relevant here is they, they appear in the book of Daniel, chapter 3. And um, if you remember the story of Daniel, Daniel has been taken along with the people of Israel into exile, into Persia, and, um, and is uh, advising the king Nebuchadnezzar. And King Nebuchadnezzar was having lots of bad dreams and was struggling. And, and his, he called together his advisors. He, the, in, in the Bible, it says he called together his magi to try and help understand the dream. And they couldn't. They couldn't figure it out. And Daniel goes in and Daniel says, you know what? The God of Israel will speak and I will interpret your dream. And He interprets Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And off the back of that, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, how many times can I say that word and still try and get my teeth around it? Um, Nebuchadnezzar um, appoints Daniel as the chief of the Magi. He looks after all the Magi. And it's been suggested that he started to pass down into the Magi and then over the hundreds of years afterwards... It was passed down, this story of a king that would be born in Israel. So that when the star appeared, the magi of Jesus' time looked at it and said, this is what Daniel talked about. So they came and followed and they came to Israel. And this is what I want to leave you with today. Yes. We've got to the leave you bit with on the sermon. They declared him king and they bowed down in worship. Verse 2 of the passage we read says, they, they asked the king, King Herod, where is the one who has born, been born king of the Jews? I heard recently someone make a comment on, on, on this verse and say, do you, do you realize that People aren't generally born kings. People are born princes. If you think about the royal family in the United Kingdom, the current King Charles was born a prince and actually did 70 plus years as a prince before becoming king. The same is true with Prince William. He's a prince and he will become a king. But this passage says that the 
wise men asked Herod, who is, where is the child who is born king? You see, this isn't about a family inheritance. This is about the God of heaven coming to earth. This is not someone who needs to abide, wait his time. When Jesus was born a baby in Bethlehem, he was as much a king then as he was when he preached and taught and when he died and rose again. He was king when he was born because he is God. And that is some, what we celebrate at Christmas. And then in verse 11 it says, When the wise men eventually find Jesus, they walk into the house. There is probably, well, almost certainly, there is nothing special about this house. It was a very normal house. Mary and Joseph were probably still living with relatives in Bethlehem at the time. Um, And the wise men come in. These magnificent advisors riding in sort of with their entourage of servants around them coming into this small town of Bethlehem. You can imagine the stir that was caused, the, 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 the people gathering. Who are these people? They walk into the house where Jesus is. And it says, the first thing they did was they bowed down and worshipped him. Even though they weren't Jewish uh, people, they, weren't, they didn't know the scriptures inside out, they recognized who Jesus was. And the first thing they did was bow down and worship. Because Jesus is not only a king, he's also God. And the first response to God we should have is to worship. So this morning, I don't know where you are in your journey of faith. Perhaps you've been dragged along by a family member who said, we're going to church on Christmas morning. And, oh, no. Um, and perhaps you're here under sufferance. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. We're nearly finished. But I want to challenge you today, whether you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, or whether you would say that you've always known Jesus and you born and brought up, how are you going to respond to the baby Jesus today? Is it with skepticism and boredom, perhaps, with the Christmas story? Or are you going to do as the wise men did, the most unlikely characters in this story? Are you going to come and you're going to bow down in worship? Because that is what is required of us when we come before Emmanuel, which means God with us. Whatever you're facing in this season. And we know that this is a joyous day for many and it's a fun day and we love it. But we also know that for many, it's a hard season. And we don't want to gloss over the difficulties that people are feeling and experiencing. If you're here today, whether you are celebrating and skipping down the road uh, with, your, with your rainbows. I want to know what the rainbows are. I, I want to know. 
obviously that's the theme. I, you see, my kids are too old for this. You know, I'm, I've lost track of what the latest toys are. You know, whether you are joyous and excited about the future today, or whether you are struggling and challenged, wherever you are, Emmanuel, God is with us. He is with you, and he wants to be with you every day going forward. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this season. We thank you for the wise men, the magi. We thank you that they came at Christmas. They came to see the baby Jesus, but they didn't come to just look at him. They came and they bowed down and they worshipped. And Heavenly Father, that's what we do today. We bow down and worship you, King Jesus, with our lives and with our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media. 